salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Commish. If you are living in the tri-state area, and if you are living in the city, the beautiful, huge, abundant city of New York, and if you are within the borough of Brooklyn, New York, you could be excited. You could be ecstatic today. You are probably on cloud nine. If you are a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, if you are a fan of the New York Yankees, if you're a fan of the New York Mets, you probably couldn't be more elated over the news that the mayor of New York, Mr. Eric Adams himself, take it upon himself to lift the vaccine mandate that has been darkening and clouding over the city of New York for some time, the boroughs there of New York City, to allow the athletes of New York, the athletes of New York, an opportunity to play sports at home once again. This comes at a time where the Brooklyn Nets are knocking on the door of what could be a playoff run. They are currently sitting in eighth place in the Eastern Conference. The teams in front of them should be nervous as you know what, because they have a clue as to what to expect with this Brooklyn Nets team. Right now, they're looking a little bit prettier. They're probably looking prettier than what they did a few weeks ago, considering that now we know that the guard for the Nets, Kyrie Irving, has an opportunity to play with his team at home once again. Now, this comes after some controversy behind his stand behind being unvaxxed, of which months ago he set out this Instagram rant about how he was going to basically be who he was. That he was not going to get vaccinated and didn't see a reason why he should be vaccinated. And now today we're looking at this man differently. We're looking at him as a champion. We're looking at him as a person that could be successful for this team. Considering everything else has gone on between the trade with James Harden, Ben Simmons, and the fact that Ben Simmons will probably miss, there's there's a strong possibility he will not play at all this 2022 NBA season. And I'm, I'm listen, I'm, I'm trying to somehow paint this picture, this odd abstract picture of the Brooklyn Nets uh, finding their way through the playing tournament, whoever they may play, and possibly playing the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, which of at this moment would be the Miami Heat. All things considered, of course, right now they are the eighth seed. So if they stay the eighth seed, and let's just say they just happen to be successful in their playing tournament, they would have to play two games, of which at that point they would have to win, basically, to be able to lock that eighth seed in place. They cannot afford to lose. They can't afford to be sloppy. They can't afford to have people missing in this tight time 
of what is now the end of the NBA season. So listen, I'm trying to make note of this. I'm, I'm trying to somehow it, it's just somewhere in my mind and my brain just how important it is for the Brooklyn Nets to make the playoffs. And the reason why I'm saying this is because at this point, we probably had every indication in the beginning of the season that the Brooklyn Nets would have their big three out there on the court, that they would dominate for most of the season, not the entire season, with a chance for them to go out there and win a championship. But of course, everything that you wouldn't have expected to happen, happened. James Harden said, the hell with the Nets. And before long, he's traded out of there. You bring in Ben Simmons, and he has a bad back. His mind ain't right. He ain't focused. We don't understand why. This guy has all the rest in the world. Doesn't take the court. Does shoot around. Looks fine. But won't play a basketball game. So they somehow managed to get two other guys from the Philadelphia 76ers to play for the Brooklyn Nets. Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. And if I don't tell you right now, if the commission doesn't tell you right now how much of an X factor those two guys would be in the playoffs, I can tell you right now, all things considered, all things given that Kyrie Irving is good to go, that there isn't any setbacks whatsoever with him or with Kevin Durant, this team could be terrifying terrifying in a way that we cannot sit here and actually try to process in our brains how this team could even get that close to becoming contenders in the playoffs. However, if you're talking about the fact that they are the eighth seed and they're playing against, let's say, the Miami Heat, how many people listening to the sound of my voice feel any more comfortable knowing that the Miami Heat have a chance to move on in that matchup with the Brooklyn Nets. Because I don't. And based off what I've seen recently with the Miami Heat and the way they carried on on the bench there against Golden State, I don't know what to expect of this Miami Heat team. It's not to say that Miami won't be prepared for Brooklyn. The bigger question will be, how will they be prepared for Brooklyn? And how will Brooklyn be prepared for what could be a long stint in the playoffs? If there's any benefit here, if there's any advantage, is the fact that Kyrie Irving comes off a season in which he is farm fresh. No injuries, no problems, nothing that would probably interfere with the run that they will have to make in the playoffs. But the level of confidence stymies me. I don't know offhand if this Brooklyn team has that type of push and continuity to be able to be effective during the playoff run to give them a chance at perhaps competing for a finals title. Of course, they'd have to get past Milwaukee. Of course, they would have to get past Philadelphia. Of course, they'd have to get past my beloved Boston, of which I will talk about in a second. But all of these uh, issues, all these problems, all of these uh, fractions that involve this Eastern Conference, everything that you're looking at now, every inch and, and, and every aspect that you can think of regarding Eastern Conference does not paint the picture that this is going to be a walk in the park 
for the Brooklyn Nets. So as much as we may sit here or stand wherever you may be and congratulate Eric Adams for doing what they feel is right, keep in mind this, he didn't do this just for Kyrie Irving. The Brooklyn Nets is not the only professional venue, sports venue in New York. He did this for practically every sports venue in the city of New York. So if you play in that beautiful city of New York, basketball, baseball, what have you, he's basically saying for these athletes that are probably itching at the bit to go out there and perform but can't because they have not been vaccinated. And I'm pretty sure if I had to search through Google, I could probably find a long list of athletes within New York alone that are probably still unvaccinated. That this gives these people an opportunity to play the sport that's going to generate that money to somehow place these teams in a position where people can somehow feel more excited for themselves. What is the commission trying to say? What I'm basically trying to say is this. Eric Adams didn't just do this for sports. This was a political move. This was a way to somehow silence the crowd. This was his way to make sure that such venues like now, now Major League Baseball New York Mets and Yankees have their boys out there ready to play. Those that are not vaccinated. And last I checked, there's a larger number of people in Major League Baseball that didn't even think twice about getting vaccinated. Let's just throw that out there now. We saw how half of the team last season for the Yankees couldn't play because they were under quarantine. And even though they came out and said that they were vaccinated, everybody else knew these fools were not vaccinated. Because it wouldn't make any sense for you to get vaccinated just to get sick two weeks later after the vaccination. Something didn't add up. But whether you want to confess to the fact that you weren't vaccinated, the point was still the same. This was supposed to be a practice for people to get vaccinated during a time where we did not understand the true extent of the coronavirus. People were still dropping like flies. And even though you played for the Yankees or for the Mets, or even you played for the Knicks and the Nets, you still had to be vaccinated. It didn't make a difference how much you were getting paid. For the city of New York, and let's just say for the state of New York, it was still imperative that you had to be vaccinated. But people don't take vaccinations as seriously as they should. And I'm pretty sure former mayor Bill de Blasio did what was necessary to make the stand then that you cannot work your duties. You cannot handle your responsibilities in this city, in this state, if you do not vaccinate yourselves. So it seems odd that when we're talking about Kyrie now, that for what he did then was probably the most foolish thing you can think of. However, now we're giving praise to Kyrie because in our minds, we saw him take a stand in the stands when he walked through the stands with no mask on. That the majority of people there could be vaccinated or unvaccinated, but still attend the game. And Kyrie had to make his point. 
But whether this is about Kyrie or not, you can see this two ways. On one end, you can see this as the city of New York doing the right thing. The mayor of New York doing what was right for the greater good of that city and for the sport venues that exist that generate so much money. Now, whether that was more about an athletic stand or a political stand or financial stand, I mean, that that remains to be the question. Okay, we could sit here and, and, and play with that idea all day long, but it's still the fact that New York is in a far better position now if you are a sports fan. If you are an athlete that plays their home games there in New York, you are in a better position now knowing that you don't have to think about the vaccinations anymore. Now, I personally believe you should still be vaccinated. It's what I say in all my podcast episodes in the end of my show is to get vaccinated. There's no harm in getting vaccinated in spite of what you don't know about the vaccination. Over 70% of the people within the tri-state area alone have been vaccinated. And yet we have yet to see any type of setbacks with, m- with the majority of the people that have been vaccinated. So there's no fear here. There's no reason to be alarmed by the thought of being vaccinated. But without digressing more on the vaccinations, it's still the point that the Brooklyn Nets or in a better position now because they have Kyrie Irving to play those home games whatever games they have left they have six home games left I believe it's nine or ten total and they gotta play the Bucks. they will have to play the Hornets they will have to play the Hawks they will have to play teams the Heat included at a chance to at least push themselves up close enough further enough where they don't have to play in the play-in tournament. And it's possible. That's what makes this story so extraordinary. Is the fact that this is very possible for the New York, excuse me, for the Brooklyn Nets to go out there and to take on the impossible. To do the unthinkable. And that's to win the majority of the games, to move up in rank to perhaps the sixth seed if it's even possible. They trail behind the Toronto Raptors by four games, if I'm correct. Like it could be less. could be less. But this is how close they are to not even having to worry about being in the playing tournament. Kyrie Irving there to take on the responsibilities of his position. With Kevin Durant on the floor, this team does look a lot better now than they did two weeks ago. So says the commission. I still question what everybody's thought process is when you're talking about the extent, the extent of continuity with these teams. When you're talking about the longevity of these teams, when you're talking about the hard work, when you're talking about the focus of a lot of these teams. Because I don't think there's any team in the Eastern Conference that's played any harder than the Boston Celtics. And I'm not being a homer. I'm just calling for what I've seen thus far. Since the start of the new year, they've won 30 games and lost nine. 30 games and lost nine. But we're not talking about the Boston Celtics. Since we've been talking about basketball all this time, we've seen the Philadelphia 76ers move up from the fourth seed to the second seed. And albeit, although they're struggling, they still are in 
the second seed within the Eastern Conference. Since we've been talking about basketball, we've seen the Chicago Bulls, shout out to them, go from being the number one seed to now being the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. And we can go on and on, but why are we so harped around what the Nets do? So this is where the second narrative of this show comes into play. Because I don't want to start talking about the fact that the Nets are going to go on a tear and they're going to take, they're going to just tear everybody up on the process. They're going to just take it to the Bucks. They're going to take it to the Heat. They're going to take it to the Sixers. They're going to take it to the Celtics. Hold on. Pump the brakes. The Nets are not that good. There's a reason why they are the AC. Yeah, commish, but you know, didn't have Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. I don't want to hear all that. I don't want to sit here and try to speculate on what we could have been if Kyrie Irving had vaccinated himself. I don't want to sit here and speculate on the thought of what could have happened if Ben Simmons didn't have a herniated disc because that's all we're doing. We're living in this fantasy world of where if the Nets had just had guys that were healthy, we're still talking about the big three that never played together. We're still talking about the fact that James Harden could have been a threat for the Nets if he had just stuck it out with them. There's a reason why these things are happening. And as much as we try to force the Nets to winning a championship, it's not going to happen. I see the Boston Celtics winning a championship a lot faster than I see the Nets win the championship this year. I do see the Miami Heat, shout out to the people out there in Miami, but an opportunity to win a championship. They were just in the finals a few years ago. We don't talk about that. We're too busy talking about the big three in Brooklyn. Let Miami go out there and go on a tear. They've got a good team. They're not the, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference for nothing. Otherwise, we could be saying the same thing about the, the Phoenix Suns and how, you know, they, they, they may not be the ones to represent if they don't have Chris Paul. Let me just share this with you guys right now. The commission is just going to give it to you straight. Enough of the BS. If you're a Brooklyn fan, stay a Brooklyn fan, but enough of the BS. If you're a journalist that just so happens to accidentally be listening to the Kneel Down podcast and you hear this, pump the brakes. Take it easy. Fall back. Let's be realistic about this. Nothing about what I see right now with the Brooklyn Nets gives me any reason whatsoever to believe now that they'll go on this run and they'll be successful in the playoffs. I commend Mayor Adams for doing what he thought was right for the sake of these athletes in New York. I commend him on what he did for the better of professional sports and for the fans that have been following them for so long. This includes the Yankees and the Mets. I'm not overlooking Major League Baseball in any sense. But it's still the fact, it's still the fact that Kyrie Irving has an opportunity now to play home games there in Brooklyn. And coincidentally, it comes at a time where they're this close to making the playoffs. In spite of everybody else that's been playing well to this point, in spite of what I've seen just from Toronto alone, where they are at the seventh seed and haven't budged, let's face it, if Brooklyn has to go to Toronto, I'm not going to sit here tonight and say they're going to just blow them off the map. 
Toronto's not a team to sneeze at either, even though they're the seventh seed. They've been hanging around the seventh seed for weeks. I have yet to see them move up or move down out of that position, which means that Brooklyn would have to travel to Toronto to play the Raptors. And depending on the um, the rules, if you want to call them rules, or if you're talking about what the regulations are as far as letting people that are unvaccinated play within their stadium or within their arena. Kyrie Irving would still have to miss that game. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about the player. First of all, let the commission be the first one to say, I have yet to make my predictions tonight. I don't want anybody sitting down and writing all this down about what the commission is saying. All I'm basically saying is for once, for that one step, the Brooklyn Nets are now taking to get everybody uh, healthy and, and, and vaccinated or unvaccinated, ready to play basketball, nothing guarantees a win. Nothing guarantees that they will move up in the playoff. We want to see that happen. We wish to see that happen. But there is no guarantee behind this. This is just the real. The commission's giving it to you real. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Brooklyn Nets are going to the finals because I don't think they're going to beat the Bucks. They could beat the Sixers. I would love to see them play the Sixers in the first round. Truth be told, I would love to see them play the Heat in the first round. Because no matter who Brooklyn's going to play in that first round, it is going to be electric. It is going to be polarizing to see these two teams go at it. Truth still remains, though, ladies and gentlemen. The Brooklyn Nets will need a lot more outside of what Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant do to give them a fighting chance to win in the first round of the playoffs. I am not going to sit here and take lie of the fact that we're talking about the fact that the Brooklyn Nets, now that we got Kyrie Irving back on the court, is going to do anything any more spectacular than he has for what he's played thus far this NBA season. So says the commission. You've been listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Kamish. This is basketball season coming to an end. We are probably 10 games or less away from the end of the regular season before I make my predictions about the playoffs. And I haven't even touched on the Western Conference yet. Because now the big to-do is about what's going to happen with the war. Will the big three emerge from the Western Conference there in Golden State with the Warriors? I'm going to save that for another episode because I really don't want to digress on that right now. I need some time to think on that. With that being said, I want to thank everybody again for listening to my show. It means that much to me. And I will be talking more about the NBA playoffs as we get that much closer to that time. So until that time comes, wish everybody the best of weeks to come. Enjoy what's left of the regular season or it'll be gone in a New York minute. With that being said, I want to say peace and love to all those out there. Stay safe. (laughs) In spite of what's going on in New York, Get vaccinated, y'all. It's real.